Hey, I'm with my buddy Bill today. What's happening, man? Good morning. How are you? Yeah, people remember you. I think so. I think they're more fond of you than me. I agree. I got to take you... I agree. I agree. (laughs) I got to take you back one sunny afternoon this past summer when you happened to drop by the house, walking into my backyard, and you saw an individual laying out in the sun. Can you explain what your eyes witnessed? Yes, it was frightening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, saw you all in, you know, all your glamour. So it was me. It was you. Well, I was laying on a lounge chair with shorts rolled up in order for me to get as much sunlight as possible. You basically saw me naked. Thank God I didn't, but yeah, close. (laughs) You know, you were more than welcome to lay beside me and absorb the vitamin D if you want it. Yeah, that's the difference. You know, I don't lie around much. I'm normally doing something. I was probably looking around the yard to see if there was some yard work I could do for you. Now, I know you cringed when you saw me, and rightfully so. But in but for your information, I got an 80-year-old female neighbor. So I'm thinking I'm providing a thrill for her once or twice a week. You know, I I'm a I'm a young spring chicken in her in her eyes, a young stud. Very possible the eyesight on her probably has left her, so perhaps, <laughs> yes. You do realize we need vitamin D. You know, vitamin D is crucial for all of us, especially us old goats. You do know that, right? I do know that, yes. Well, then maybe you should be laying out in the sun, too, every now and then. Uh, You can also obtain that by working in the yard, uh, just being outside. You don't have to lounge in a lounge chair. No, I think you do. For your own health's sake, I recommend you start sunbathing as soon as possible. (laughs) Seriously. I'll put put that on my list. One last note to all this. I heard a doctor say that we wear sunglasses too often because our eyes need to absorb the sunlight for optimal health. That that's a thing. Okay, I'm not sure about that. Uh, My eye doctor has never advised me. You never wear sunglasses or put on suntan lotion. And you do work outside a lot. You used to. I do, yes. Yeah. Your face can be burnt like a crisp. You gotta be careful. And I normally do get burnt. Yeah. And I've never seen you in sunglasses now that I think about it. I have them somewhere. It just so happens I look awfully cool in my pair of sunglasses that I presently have. I'm thinking of that 80-year-old woman again (laughs) next door staring out the window. God bless you. All right. Hey, where do we go when we die? Let me ask you. Where do we go? Yeah, you what know, happens? You tell me. It's something that as you get older, you think about, you know. I, uh, I truly don't know. I'm hoping there's a better place than where we're at now. Now, in the Bible, it uses the phrase, asleep in the Lord, asleep in death, after you die on earth. Asleep in death, asleep in the Lord. Implying that when we die, we are essentially asleep or unconscious in a state of suspended animation, if you will, until Jesus comes back a second time. Now, do, do you believe that? You've heard that before, right? I have. Uh, don't quite understand that. Um, you're going to have to help me out on this. So, Well, I recently read that this asleep in the Lord, as the Bible says, this asleep in the Lord stuff only applies to our bodies, and that our spirit and soul upon death goes into the presence of God in heaven. Now, which scenario do you believe more? That we're just, we're out, or we're still involved somehow? I, uh, it's hard to fathom, but yes. You know, as I've mentioned to you once or twice, um, I'm wondering why, why am I Bill Daly? Why am I not Robert Pavlinsky? Why am I not... Michael Jordan. How did it, in 1958, did I become me? But at the present, we're wondering what Bill Daly is like dead. We're not talking about when you're alive. Right. Now, obviously, the body doesn't go with you, you know. Um, right, right. That gets deteriorated. Right. That, that deteriorates. Um, so I'm thinking, what is me will 
arise and do something. Your, what what happens? I don't know. Your spirit and soul. Right. Now, how active these spirits and souls in heaven may be, nobody really knows. But I've heard so many stories of people dying, and then the family survivors receiving messages in their dreams, or while awake, seeing little comforting signs that 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 translates into, yeah, I'm okay, I love you, I'll see you again. You, you've heard stories after people have, have died, have you, have you? I have, and that intrigues me. Um... Does it happen often? I don't know. The folks in my family that have passed, I do not recall ever getting any kind of feeling that they're with me um, or anything in my dreams. But uh, I got to believe something like that does occur. I've heard that a lot. Like, for instance, when my brother died many years ago, my sister was in her house praying and thinking and hoping that uh, Jimmy was okay. And I believe she made a prayer request of some kind. You know, just tell me you're okay. Show me that you're okay. And when she said that, she smelled roses for like maybe a minute, a minute and a half straight. And she's not a flake. I mean, she's not, you know, making up any kind of stories when she says it. I believe it. So I have heard so many things like this, and I've had them with my son also and my family members. So... It makes you think, right? Yes, it does. It's uh, it's something that will get you thinking. Absolutely. What did the roses represent? I don't know for sure. I oh. mean, it, it was just a sign of some kind that yes, I'm okay. That's mm-hmm. how she took it. Good, good. Uh, you know, I, I in the past I wrote many of these seemingly supernatural contacts off to maybe God or the angels comforting us after a loved one's death. But, excuse me, but do we know for sure it's not our loved ones themselves doing these things? Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess your research on this whole matter would enlighten, enlighten me. Um, I believe it does occur. It has not happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But one thing I do know for sure is that we are not to attempt to communicate with those who have died. Uh, The Bible clearly says we should not be messing around with palm readers or fortune tellers of any kind. Have you ever gone to one of those? I have not. You know, I was just thinking about that as we started talking about this. For all I know, you're one of them. Here's my palm. Read it. Go ahead. Tell me me what you see. Yeah, I I don't know that I believe in them either. Um, I just don't know. I think you go home late at night and dress up as a wizard with a long pointy hat with stars and moons on it. Is that what you do? I'd be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, there, there's never been communication with the dead in the Old Testament or the New, except for that one story that may be just a parable about the witch of Endor, it was called. Now, Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, he was quoted as saying, it's better to be apart from the—talking about death— Right. It's better to be apart from the body and with the Lord. He, he also said, once absent from the body, you're then in the presence of the Lord, implying we, we do go directly to God upon death. Hmm. I mean, that, that again, some people hang their hat on that and believe that spirits are with God for sure, active to some extent. Okay, so where does sin come into place here, okay? Not everybody goes straight to God, right, if you're a sinner? Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so to me, there seems to exist some argument on both sides, whether you're totally asleep in the Lord or whether your spirit and soul is with God active to some, kind of, to some point that we don't know what point. But, but I must say, I still believe overall, for the most part, that we're asleep in the Lord until Jesus comes back a second time, rendering communication of any kind with the dead impossible. So, And then hey. what happens then? When Jesus comes back, what happens? Well, when Jesus comes back, that's pretty clear that uh, the spirits or souls rise and unite again with their bodies. We're given a glorified body. When Jesus... 
resurrected from his death. He, he resurrected in three days. He was given a glorified body. That's what the Bible says. And we, too, will be given a glorified body that will last for eternity. So we're going to be something more than just human from this point on, right? It sounds like. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Wow. Interesting. We're deep today. <laughs> yeah. No clowning around. Not as much as last time. <laughs> my goodness. Hey, I'm with my buddy Bill today. This is Don't Bring Up God. My name is Robert with the board guy, as per usual, every Sunday morning on WAEB 790 AM. If you want to give a call, the number is 610-720-7900. And Bill, you'll be fielding these calls, right? Sure. Last time we didn't have calls. We got them now. There you go. And we do have a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Robert, good morning. What's happening? Hey, um, I wish I could call you in better time than what's going on these days, but um, I really wanted to call you today, and I, I'm hoping that you will give me at least a minute. Go ahead. A minute, because um, regarding, you know, um, I won't say WAEB, but um, Fox News, most of the news in the United States being very... Um, um, if, I don't want to say lying about it, but at least shady and mixing up the news from the Middle East. For instance, when they keep saying like, oh, today is a conflict in the Middle East, 8,000 deaths, which is um, basically when they say 8,000 deaths, um, basically they're talking about maybe 1,400, 1,400 um, Israeli and about um, six, 7,000 Palestinian, which is at least until today, over 6,000 kids, literally kids, babies, dying, nobody even talking about them. And, and um, clearly, United States being involved, they send the military and, uh, in your name and my name and God and, you know, most American um, sending, uh, sending these people to fight the Palestinian um, in, United, you know, in, in Gaza. And what I want to say here is, um, you know, the conflict is not, it's not like it just it didn't happen October 7, like they're trying to say. Um, Palestine, it wasn't um, a land without people, like, you know, the uh, European was trying to say, oh, the Jews. And um, the other thing is, um, we, you know, uh, what happened um, in Germany and World War II, with the Jews, the Palestinians got nothing to do with it. So you can't, just because the Germans and Europeans owe um, some, fav- some you know, favor to um, Jews people, we got nothing to do with it as Arabs. We, you know, um, you know that Israel today killing Christian and, and Muslim as well. Of course, more Muslims because that's, uh, you know, the population um, count. They are a lot more Muslims than Christians in the Middle East, uh, in Palestine. But they're not, um, they're not um, worried about killing Christians, bombing churches, hospitals. Um, um, at least, you know, somebody needs to shed the light on the truth here. Um, I don't like Hamas. I know what they did is wrong. Um, you know, but at the same time, um, for this kind of lies... To be on American news is too much, man. You know, and, and you get your news, and you get your news not from the American media. You you do have other sources that you get additional information that we may not hear. I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, and um, of course, you know, you could go to Al Jazeera, an English Al Jazeera. You could go to, um, you know, what I mean, and see what's going on and. You know, and uh, one more thing I want to shut down right. on. Go ahead. And you know how they keep saying Israel is really strong. Israel could, you know, kick everybody's butt in the Middle East. Israel cannot kick nobody's butt if it wasn't United States. And if the Arabs, they don't know that United States will back them up like they did in 73 and 67. Uh, um, well, I must say, Rudy, that I trust your opinion above everybody else's because... You're in the know. You've been there. 
you've seen a lot more than your average Joe on the street. So I thank you for all that information. We can pick this more up next week, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, take care. Yeah, that's interesting stuff. Pretty heavy stuff. Real heavy. My goodness. But uh, time to move on. We have Bill here today. Can't get too heavy. Please, not yet. All right. Hey, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that these senior citizen homes might be nothing more than a co-ed college dormitory or swingers club. Now, I understand you have the inside scoop on this. Tell me all that you know, and don't make me torture you to get the information out of you. What do you know about this? Well, I was a uh, maintenance director for one. All right, you don't have to get too specific with names and numbers and addresses. (laughs) I'm not. But go ahead. But, uh, you know, to think that it's a swingers club, no. I mean, my goodness. Most of these people are in need of care. Um, But there are some some people that are still alive, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, Active and uh, have their senses and have their needs. Um, Needs at 80? Are you talking sexual needs? Uh, I hope not. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they're probably better than you and I. Yeah, but <laughs> I agree with that one. <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, there's some funny things that go on. But in what, nursing t- home. tell me an example of what you heard or seen that makes you believe this? Uh, <laughs> Without getting too graphic. Yeah, I mean, my goodness, I I've known that you know there were people in the nursing home that I worked at that would have sexual encounters. How um, do you know that? Did they get anything to tell you? Did they come on to you? It's a given. No. No, they've never come <laughs> or on to Or did you come them. on to them? No, neither one. <laughs> neither one. But uh, there, it does happen. Uh, I don't think it's the norm, but it does happen. So promiscuousness goes on without the family's knowledge? Uh, I would think. Um, I think in a nursing home situation, when that occurs and it is found out, maybe it's interrupted by a nurse or something, it is reported. I'm thinking when it's visitor's day with all the families, all the old folks are pretending to play cards or stare out a window. But as soon as they all leave, the disco ball comes down from the (laughs) ceiling, the music starts to blare, and the party's on. That's what I'm getting from you. Yeah, no, it's, it's not to that extreme. Uh, there are situations, absolutely there are situations, um, but I would not say it's the norm. Um, what percentage are, are sexually active in these homes? Maybe 3%. Oh, that, oh I, you led me on to believe it was much more. No, 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 no. Most of them are, you know, a lot of people All are right. bedridden and what have you. And Yeah, a lot of men and women are rolling around in these wheelchairs, but, but I think that's just a cover. I think they they just use them as little cars to pick up their date at eight. <laughs> Who knows what happens after that? Yeah, it's, spill uh, it, Bill. No, I'm telling you, you. I think you're uh, fantasizing here a little bit. All uh, right, maybe I blew that one out of proportion. <laughs> but I, but but okay. I guess everybody gets the point. Now, when the end times comes, uh, where this world essentially burns up. We're told that there will be a new heavens and a new earth. These are the terms the Bible uses. There will be a new heavens and a new earth, which we will live in with our new glorified bodies. So it sounds like we're going to stay on this new and improved globe of ours, with the new heavens being a kind of atmosphere and space. Um, There are no indications that we're going up to heaven, in which God presently resides. He's coming down here to us, it seems. Now, most people think we're going up to this heaven thing, and it doesn't sound like that's the case. We're going to have a new heavens and a new earth. What's your opinion on that? Okay, I'm, well, you, uh, <laughs> you have me wondering again, Robert. Now, there's three uh, heavens in the Bible. Uh, again, it spells it out. There's a heaven that God resides in presently, and there's a second heaven that... Uh, it is constituted by the planets and the um, the atmosphere in which the birds live. Okay, that's the second heaven. And the first heaven, I'm not sure the order, what's one, two, or three. But the third heaven uh, is 
No, wait a minute. I got that mixed up. Let, let's start again. There's three heavens. One in which God resides, space with the planets, and the other is the atmosphere with the birds. Okay. okay? So when it says new heavens and new earth, it seems to it seems to say that there will be a new a new earth, the one we got now, but new and improved, and a new type of atmosphere. Are you are you with me? Well, you're losing me here, yeah. man. I, <laughs> number one, I've never heard your three heavens. Um, right, right. Okay, most people haven't. Okay, um, I understand where God is. As for the other two, um, no, c- keep on talking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to give clarity, but I'm throwing more confusion. I see on your face. I'm totally confused. I can't wait to talk to my minister. <laughs> yeah, well, ask him about that. Yeah, I'm going to. We never heard that growing up. There's three heavens. Never heard of it. All right. Well, there you go. Now, will we see our family and friends in the new heavens and the new earth? You tell me. Will so, we some, see pe- our- some people think we won't, but what do you think? I'm sort of hoping we do. I mean, there's such a part of our life or in our livelihood today. Um, I got to believe that, yes, we will be reunited with the family that passed. The Bible says absolutely yes. Okay. And if it was no, that, that would seem like some kind of abuse. And it wouldn't seem right to be with your family, like you just said, and then never see him again. I agree 100%. Now, will we actually see God in Jesus? You asked me that the other day. Yes. What are we going to see? I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll see Jesus, right? Because he was a being at one time. There you go. Um, And I thought about God. Now, who is God? You know, I well, he's I, definitely not human. We know that. Okay. Although people think he is, they dress him up in a uh, in a robe with gray hair, like an old man, friendly, right. w- waving you over. Right. That has nothing to do with God. So then we will not see God, but it, we should see Jesus. It's some old man rendition from from the old folks' homes that we talked about earlier. These paintings early, of God, or from early scripture. Somebody no, saying no. It's something. not from early scripture. Isn't God it? is. I don't know. God is not human. Okay. He's got beard. He's got a beard. Is he shaving up there in heaven? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So God is a spiritual being, and it, he and Jesus are described as the light. So it, it's it's more spiritual than physical for sure with God. Jesus, I agree with you that, yes, we will see actually Jesus as a human being. All right, so will we see God? Because it is, at that point, all spiritual anyways, correct? For the most part, and like Paul said, uh, we'll be in the presence of God. We'll know we're in the presence of God. We'll see him face to face, even though he doesn't have a face, unless he decides to show us one for kicks. See, don't you understand? That's confusing. Yeah, no, I know it is. It can be, there's gray area there. But but essentially, God is the spiritual being that created the universe, and then Jesus came down as a human, and, and that's that's all we need to know, right? I suppose that's all we can know until right. we witness it, I guess. There you go. Now, who would you like to meet in the new heavens and the new earth? Like past girlfriends, where hopefully you find out that they did worse than you on earth in life, or... Well, I think who, at that point, mean? at that at that point, do you care? You don't. No, very you don't. nice. Thank very you. good. Thank you. No, that that's exactly right. We won't care. No, but I would think that everybody would want to see their loved ones. Right. You know, uh, family, friend, whatever that entails. What about Moses or Babe Ruth or Marilyn Monroe or Raquel Welch? Any of those characters? No, you know, the only one I'd like to meet is Elvis. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm an Elvis guy, so... Yeah, he's a good-looking dude and had a great voice. He was, he was. It's sad the way he went down, though, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Well, there's usually always a balance. You know, as much greatness you may have in gifts, yep. a, there always seems to be a downside. There's always a payoff, right? Well, a negative payoff in that case. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that's life. Go, Bill. Feel free to sing along. That's your boy. That's all right, 
chicks dig him, you know that? Well, mama, she yes, done he was. Told me, yeah. Papa done told me to son that guy you fooling with. She ain't no good to you, but that's all right. That's all right. He definitely had the it quality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They had the charisma, they call. Yeah, that guy that controlled him, his manager, he was a real rat from what I understand, though. It sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, haven't the, done a lot the of colonel? research. The, the colonel. colonel. Yeah, whatever the he colonel. was called. Yeah. I guess he made him a lot of money, but he also did a lot for himself. Yeah, he took a lot of that money for his gambling problem, I read. Yes, I heard read the same thing. Maybe we should do a whole show on Elvis one day. Oh, my goodness. All right. He sounds like, you're, he sounds like he's your hero. Uh, not a hero. I was just a fan. All right. But you see, you hold me in higher esteem than Elvis, though. Uh, very close. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless <laughs> Didn't you. he always say that? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Now, by the time we, and by the way, if you want to give a call, feel free. Uh, we're taking calls today. You, you can address them to William, anything you like. You'll take calls, Will. Absolutely. Did anybody ever call you Will? My dad. Really? Yep. On occasion, my dad will call me Will. And my sister. Huh. Interesting. I'm not sure why, yeah. Yeah. Will. Uh, yeah, the phone number is 610-720-7900. Now, by the time we get to the new heavens and the new earth, we will have been cleansed, purified, and refined. Those are words, again, right out of the Bible. I'm just like a parrot. I, I, I read the Bible and I repeat it. That's all I, that's all, It's not coming from me. We will be cleansed, purified, and refined. We will have... We will have become immortal from being mortal, and there will be no more sin or evil of any kind. You good with all that? Uh, very confusing to me. Wait, like, come on, that wasn't. What's so confusing about that? <laughs> all right. Uh, well, go ahead. I, it was comment. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, it's confusing for a layman like myself. And I'm not a layman? What do you think I am, a pastor or a preacher? But you read the Bible. I'm just a douchebag. You, you spend a lot of time in the Bible, and I do not. Okay. But we're being purified and refined, and that process is going on down here, too, as we get smarter and wiser and closer to God, also. Okay. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, but there will be no more sin or evil of any kind. The Satan will be... He, he'll go. He'll be dis disposed of, and that's a good thing because that's where all our problems started when Satan came on the scene and wanted God's job, and then tempted Adam and Eve in the garden. Now you've heard these stories. I have. Okay, I have. take that confused look off your face. <laughs> now let me ask you: In heaven, the new heavens and the new earth. Okay, that are basically going to come down to us as opposed to us going up somewhere. Okay. All right? That we can establish today. We, we've learned something. Okay? Um, let me ask you. In heaven, are we going to have to ever take a shower again? I don't believe so. Will we have use for toilet paper ever again? I don't believe so. Again, this is all things that need to be done because of our human body. And we won't be human and any we longer. We won't be human. It right. We'll be all spiritual. We'll be an additional. A, a, a more, we'll, we'll, have, we'll be more than just human, let's just say. Will, will there be sex? No. Okay. These are all correct answers. I feel like we're on Jeopardy or something. My one goodness. Of those, and one I'm of getting them right. How's that? Yeah. Happen? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the Bible says very clearly we will no longer be given in marriage in the new heavens and the new earth. Somebody asked Jesus, well, this, this woman had like seven husbands. Which one is she going to hang with in the, in the new heavens and the new earth? And then he, Jesus said, we're not given in marriage in heaven. We'll be like the angels. Again, that's confusing, right? Um, now, just because it says we're not given in marriage, we're not essentially married anymore, that doesn't mean we're free to date. Don't think that. No, no, no. <laughs> But, okay, now, obviously, you know, you spend years with your wife, they become, and they are your family. I want to see my family in the afterlife, 
And I would like to see my wife in the afterlife, too, as well, I would think, no? Well, you absolutely will, but it won't be, the the, the parameters will be different as opposed to the marriage down here, where it's you and your wife and just the procedures and the logistics of it all. It's just going to be different. And okay. it, you know what I mean? It, it's all going to be about God and Jesus being in their presence, seeing them essentially face to face. It's going to be more about them than us. Okay. All right, and we're all going to be on the same boat, in, in the same boat, on the same tier. You know, there's not going to be divisions of marriage and husband and wife. No, that that's all going to change. Okay, there's no rich, no poor. Ba- Again, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Nice. I like how you put things together. Thank no, you. No, that's true. Right. The parameters are all going to be different. Yeah, everything's going to be equal, I guess. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Uh, will there, in the new heavens and in the new earth, will, will there be racquetball and sports? No, no, because, you know, our our humanly bodies will not be there. It's all spiritual. No, and... but, we, but we are going to have a, we're going to have a glorified body. No one knows exactly what that means, but when Jesus resurrected, like I said, he was given a human body recognizable to the apostles. Okay, very similar to his body right. on earth, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have a body. We don't know exactly. It's not going to be, you know, blood and bone necessarily. You know, it's going to be a different composition of sorts, but we're going right. to have a new glorified body, whatever that might be. Is it going to be golf in heaven? Because you love golf. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> I'll practice up my game. You still go down to North Carolina, like 20 guys to golf uh, once yeah, a year? Yeah, we do. Once a year, yep. You guys don't have, you guys don't get carried away and have parties and strippers, do you? Uh, no strippers. I've heard stories. But there's a lot of partying going on, let All me right. tell you. Okay. Will we eat in heaven? I don't think there's going to be any reason to eat, correct? True. And, 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 Although Jesus, again, he's our model. We, we judge off what he's done. When he was uh, resurrected in the end, he, he got with his apostles and he actually ate some fish. So it sounds like we can eat, but maybe not necessarily depend on it to exist, right? We don't have to, like you said. Right, right. Because again, right, our humanly body, right. which you need nourishment to exist isn't going to be it's all spiritual exactly for the most part and the best part of it is in the new heavens and a new earth there will be no more lawyers and doctors well that's good yeah i agree with that we got a call at 610-720-7900 who's this this is paul what's up good morning bob it's the bob and bill show there you go uh, here's a couple here's a couple things to ponder as 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 well as that and but one of them is let God be true and every man a liar, and uh, we do have the Bible, so if we study it, study to show yourselves approved, we'll get a lot of those answers. But uh, the other thing is... And sometimes we don't need those answers, right? When it happens, it'll happen. Yeah, without faith, it's it's impossible to please God. Um, But I'm thinking, how about this monster that killed the 18 innocent lies that took those lies and shot so many others up? And... And also, like, you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel it's totally, it's truly evil, and yet it's also very sad, because, you know, what happened in his mind, I don't know. But but my question there is, how does God deal with, with someone like that? Or or we, where we think of Hamas, the butchers that we have there, I think they should be just wiped off like a stain on a, on a counter. Get rid of them so that evil in that part of the world ends. You know, I don't want to go this direction, but I will throw in quickly that I've heard and read that uh, Israel created Hamas to do their dirty work, to create an excuse to go to war, just like Soros and the bad guys in this country created Black Lives Matter and Antifa and these other places that burned down our city. They, They control both sides, and they can't do the dirty work outright so they get these front companies, so to speak. And, yeah, I heard that, that Hamas was created by Israel. Could you imagine if that's true? Right. But, Rob, I mean, Hamas is killing Israelis. I can't. That that just seems to be some way out conspiracy. It's both theory. sides. I, I, Everybody's killing everybody. Uh, it's both yeah. sides. 
And yeah, again, Netanyahu is at the controls. I don't trust that guy. I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth. All right, we ain't gonna go here. We're gonna we'll save that for next week. Okay. All right. What well, one more? One more. How about how about Halloween? Let's kick that around a little bit. Is that you know just more twisted and watering down of, of evil? Where you see you know these people and skeletons and and all kinds of. Well, that's another question, Bill. You got to thank you for the call. Bill's going to respond on the Halloween thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't take any of that serious. Um, I think it's a time for kids to be kids. Uh, God knows, in this world today, the kids aren't kids long enough uh, with all the negative in this world. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's always two ways you can look at anything, and I choose to look at it as more of a time for kids to enjoy themselves, get some candy, um, and some family time. And we enjoyed it when we were kids, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We got another call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Hello. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I heard you talking about uh, the third heaven. That's what Paul said in his epistles. That I was caught up to the third heaven. All right, is God in the third or the first heaven? There's more than three. There's more than three. All right. Um, if you want a, a better view of it, then pick up the book of the prophet Enoch, because he's explained what he saw. And there were more levels of different things going on. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Well, in the new heavens and the new earth, there will definitely be different dimensions. I don't think we're right. going to be abiding by time, space, and matter anymore. No, there won't be. Which will be a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as little infants, children, those who did not have the uh, ability to understand truly right and wrong, they will be long to the angelic host with the Father. The Age of Atonement. When is that Age of Atonement? Nobody really knows. No, that's not our business. Okay. That's the Lord's business. He will always do what is right and just. And, uh, and I like how you said it's none of our business. We think it's all our business and we need to know anything. We yes. need to shut up more than anything. Yes, and there's many times we, we get into discussions about things we have no business in. That's between the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, and I agree. We shouldn't stick our nose where it don't belong. Very nice. Thank you for right, the call. Brother. Thank you. Take care. Hey, at Relic Hunter, November 4th, they got intermediate pistol course available. Give them a, ball, give them a call at 610-440-1911. Great on a cold and gray Chicago morning, a poor little baby child is born. And he was a God guy, by the way. Yes, he Good was. man. Just got caught up over in his head. Cause if there's one thing she don't need is another hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto. Now, the first and foremost thing we're going to do in the new heavens and the new earth is worship God. Again, that's what the Bible says. We will celebrate God with song and prayer full of thankfulness as we witness face-to-face -face the full energy and power of God Almighty and Jesus Christ. Now, are you looking forward to that, even though we can't relate and understand it 100%? Well, that's the problem. I can't relate to that currently. Um, just brings up more questions for me. But if God tells you it's great and it's paradise, isn't that enough? Like the caller just said, we don't need to know the details. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. So many new things we're going to do there that we can't comprehend. There's a, here's a verse in the Bible for all of us to remember. All right, you ready, Bill? You'll like this. I'm paying attention. This is like a, cla a class in catechetical or whatever that was, was called, Cate catechism or catechism, whatever. Okay, great quote. And it says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has it even dawned on man what God has in store for those who love him. So he's telling us we're not going to understand it. So why are you trying like a dummy? Uh, I don't spend a lot of time 
you know, trying to understand this. I'm hoping and praying that this is correct and uh, our afterlife, whatever it is, our spiritual being will be in, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the term I'm looking for. But you you, be- you believe that it will be great and, and, and paradise. I do. And, and, I believe and, there is, uh, yeah, okay. there is absolutely a, a superpower, you know, uh, next level to life. Okay. And as the Bible says, heaven will be full of love, peace, happiness, and joy. There will be absolutely no more disease, illness, or body ailments of any kind. Because that wasn't part of the original design. Uh, there will be absolutely no more temptation, sin, death, or evil. None of it. Well, that is good, right? Again, we're talking spiritual. Everything that hurts us is our physical being. So once once we perish from this world, it's all spiritual. Right. Spiritual. Even the animals will be at peace where a lion will hang out with a sheep uh, as a little child may walk into a den of snakes to play. That's what the Bible says, Bill. Okay, okay. That's a good thing. Hey, playing with the snakes... That beats uh, playing with hamsters in a smelly cage, like we did as kids, or, <laughs> or parakeets. Yeah, or hamsters, or uh, playing jacks. Remember jacks with yes, the book? Yes, I do. For your younger people, Google it. Will Will there be pets in heaven? Uh, will there be pets in heaven? I believe there will be. I would guess so. I mean, there's going to be animals for sure. Why wouldn't there be loving pets to? Yeah. Absolutely, spread the love. Right. They have personalities, uh, and their spiritual beings will exist as well. Now, what happens to those, and you asked this earlier, what happens to the atheists and disbelievers who reject and deny Jesus Christ? What happens to those characters, Bill? Tell me. Please enlighten me, because that's, that's a part of this I don't understand. Well, in the book of Revelation, it, it says very clearly that they will be judged at the... Uh, at the great white throne judgment, they call it. And those whose names are not in this book of life thing, and those essentially who deny Jesus, they will be thrown into the lake of fire and experience the second death. They will be essentially thrown into a burning hot furnace like weeds or chaff might. Pretty scary. Yes, it is. That's what the book says. The, the, what is it? Uh, the lake of fire. Now, we don't know exactly what that is. Some people pretend to know, but it ain't going to be pleasant. It doesn't sound like it's going to be pleasant. And yes, God and Jesus are kind, considerate, loving, forgiving, and merciful for sure, but they're also all about justice and fair play. Because again, if you reject Jesus while you live down here on earth, then you will be rejected in the end. I mean, that's pretty simple to understand. Well, I understand that. But still, if Jesus and God are merciful and... They are. Then why would anybody need to be thrown into this fire? And some people think and some people think nobody will for some reason, but I don't understand it because the book says they're going to be. If it's there, it's there, right? Well, here's the thing. There is such a thing as God's wrath, again, in the Bible. God's wrath, which you want nothing to do with. He is merciful on one hand. But the wages of sin is death, and the Bible says that clearly, and he gives us the rules to live by, and if we're going to ignore him, then unfortunately some are going to pay penalties. Very interesting. There's no getting around it. Okay. I mean, it's not all uh, buttercups and balloons here. And everybody thinks, oh, Jesus, he's such a nice guy. I can do anything I want down here. Nothing will happen to me but our sins are forgiven correct they are forgiven if you have a sincere loving heart what about those who deny jesus it says if you deny jesus you're in huge trouble and what do you mean deny jesus okay you can't get to heaven except except if you buy, buy into who jesus was what he said and what he did he came down here crucified he's the son of god he died for our sins this born-again thing, he has to be our role model. We have to tap into a relationship with this Jesus and imitate him like a role model. It says, follow in his footsteps. If you're not connected that way, the Bible says God's wrath is coming your way. 
All right, then my question to you is, how many people in this world we live in live like that today? And the Bible addresses that. The Bible says the road to the new heavens and the new earth, essentially, is very narrow. Not many people, there is, there's going to be like a small remnant, uh, a group that will will go that way, but a larger a larger percentage will not go that way. But that's on them. Yeah, it doesn't sound to me like there's going to be a big old path, um, you know, where you're waiting forever to get through. Because I think more of the people are all are on the other side of the coin. Oh, I think you're 100% you know I mean? right, but that doesn't take away from our faith and belief and what God says is going to happen. Correct. Hmm. Yeah, it's not mob rules here. The Bible says we should pray for non-believers because the prayer can make a huge saving difference. The Bible, one of the Bible quotes says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And this is the best part. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. But which basically later, as it says, we can possibly save others from that scary lake of fire by praying for them and praying that they see the light. Prayers, prayers to a weapon. Wow, this is way too deep for me. Uh, well, we're here and we might My as well finish it out. Gracious. The lake of fire. Remember lakes and rivers as a kid? Were you, were you wanting to jump in and swim around all afternoon? Absolutely. Inner tubing down a river? Yep, yep. We did it often. What about jumping off cliffs into the water? We've done that as well. I see you do double and back, double and triple backflips into the water. You do that? You know, when you're younger, you have no fear. And yes, we... Uh, you did that? Oh, du- absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yep. I was more akin to playing in the water in the bathtub with my little rubber ducky. That was enough for me. <laughs> there you go. Everybody's different, I guess. Now in the and all right, I'm gonna okay. We got five minutes left. Let's let's get a call at six ten seven two zero seven nine zero zero. Who's this? Hey, morning, it's Joe. All right, what do you got for Bill? So, uh, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> I mean, you guys are asking a lot of questions and cover a lot of stuff. I mean. Uh, what the sequence and chronology of events is when you die. So when you piece it all together, really, uh, those who are in Christ, those who have repented of their sins, put their faith in Christ. If you look at Luke 16, the rich man and Lazarus, well, uh, um, I'm sorry, yeah, Lazarus, the poor guy, is implied he saved. He was carried to God by angels. So... Uh, you know, Hebrews nine twenty seven. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. So we, when we physically die, okay, Joe, Bill, put it in layman's terms. Bill isn't versed in the Bible as much as you are. Just break it down simple and give him uh, uh, the best message you can, as you see it from the Bible. Yes, yeah, sim- simply there has to be a point in our lives where we're born again. We're born physically, then we're born again spiritually. Uh, by repenting of sin, repenting, uh, turning to God, and trusting in Jesus Christ as Lord God and Savior. To have a relationship with Jesus as a best friend with the best advice. Right, to become a child of God, uh, to become the sons of God. So he asked that question, how does anyone end up in the lake of fire and all that? Well, that's the answer. I just gave it. Uh, we got to be born again to avoid that, because... As you mentioned, some of these other scriptures, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So simply, those who reject Jesus Christ as Lord God and Savior, who are never born again, those are the people who will, when they die, they're going to go into hell, which is like a temporary prison cell, and then at the great white throne judgment that you mentioned, that will be where they're they're punishment, the level of their punishment will fit their crimes against God. The bottom line is we got to go through Jesus. And Bill, you're good with Jesus. Absolutely, yes. I mean, you know the stories. Yes, I do. Okay, and you don't deny that, and you believe that he's the Son of God, and he came to help us, help save and rescue us. Thanks for the call, Joe. Yep, and he paid it all. Trust in him. Don't add anything to it. Right. Did he clear all everything up for you now? Yeah, everything's clear. Yeah. Chris, crystal clear. Yeah. Uh, but again, it doesn't have to be crystal clear. And it's not. So. All right. And, it, and yeah. One last thing about heaven. 
Uh, you know when you rattle keys in front of a dog or a young baby? What do they do? They, they smile and stare at it and can't take their eyes off it. It's the same thing if, with God and Jesus in my mind. Uh, this bright light of the world, which God and Jesus were described as, we're not going to be able to take our eyes off them and the amazement that's all around us. It will be more about them and, uh, than us. Do, do you get what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. Uh, it's still hard to comprehend. We're not supposed to comprehend. Okay, thank God. The book The book says, do not rely on your own understanding. Live by faith, not by sight. So when I read stuff in the Bible, it doesn't matter whether my dunce brain can understand it. And I start questioning it, and I say to myself, just shut up. He said it. Believe it. End of story. There you go. And if you can do that, I guess that's a good thing. Well, we I don't think we have any choice because some of these things are so fantastic and the miracles of the past, it's hard to believe if you're going to demand answers like atheists do. Okay, I, I understand that. All right. We, we went in a little in-depth today. Wow. I, prim- I promise next time it'll be lighter, like the <laughs> Easter show we did. Thanks for being there here. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.